Five Breakfast. Catch up. Alright, you probably know by now, but for Mental Health Awareness Month, for the month of October, we as Five Breakfast are going to be focusing on three or four mental health issues that particularly affect young people. And I think that we're incredibly lucky more and more to be meaningfully the first generation, the under 30s basically, the the latter stage millennials and the Gen Zs who now live in this magical world that social media caused and more of an openness about talking about mental health where we know stuff, we know stuff and we're more willing to talk about it and understand it and not feel alone within it and try to ignore it's than any previous generation in human history and I think that that's really beautiful and for that reason I wanted to speak to an expert particularly on teen and young adult mental health so we're delighted to have clinical psychologist and teen mental health expert Nicole Skatemarker on the show again Nicole good morning thanks for joining us again how are you Good morning, I'm well, thanks. How's it going over there? Very good. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you've had a good week so far. I want to dive straight in because I think that as much as like we're lucky that more and more people, young people, are more willing to be open and talk about mental health issues than ever before. And we come from generations of parents who try to do everything in their power not to talk about it or show weakness. But I want to know how teenagers and young adults experience mental health issues differently from adults because I imagine that it affects people at different developmental stages and different life stages differently. 100% correct. So teenagers are at a, di- <clears throat> sorry, at a different developmental stage. The brain that is responsible for reasoning and problem solving, sound decision making, that part of the brain has not been fully developed yet. So things can feel quite chaotic. They feel emotions more intensely. If you think back to when you were a teenager, you can maybe remember like hormones raised, uh, raging, oh, yeah. feeling quite misunderstood and Absolute angsty mess. and confused. Then you throw some mental health challenges in the mix and it, it does feel very chaotic internally. Okay, and is there also quite a like panicked sense tied in with that with just like a lack of control over your own life? Absolutely. And so for adults to kind of be aware of these types of things is to then look closely to notice for any personality changes, changes in appetite or sleep, those type of things that are kind of red flags or even we can call them amber flags, that things are not completely okay. Okay, I understand you. So what are some of the most common mental health issues that plague teens and young adults? So at the moment, I'm seeing a lot of uh, teens that are struggling with depression and anxiety. Sure. A lot of it is like coming from peer pressure, bullying, um, being in the current developmental stage where they're grappling with their identity and as we know, that can be very confusing. There's intense school pressure. You know, I think more school pressure now than ever before because, you know, kids are going to school super early, coming back super late. They're busy all the time with academics. Right. And then also, you know, let's just throw in a pandemic in the mix. I know. Uh, Nicole, you still there? Yes, I'm here. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I just lost you there for a second. No, but you're totally right. The effect of the pandemic has been absolutely monumental. And so uh, can you speak a little bit on how anxiety and depression is often linked? Some people have one or the other, but often people have a fluctuating relationship between the two, right? Yeah, it can manifest. Like you can see both. You can see one or the other. So I'm thinking about like how it would be noticeable, especially for adults to see it in teens. And you kind of notice more the way the stress manifests. So depression, you'd see more like isolation, withdrawal, and like this interest in things they used to find enjoyable. Anxiety, you'd almost see like the stress levels going up. So okay. it's almost like becoming like more focused, more nervous, more edgy, those type sure. of things. And it can definitely happen together. 
Okay, that's brilliant to understand. Thank you for saying that. And how has social media affected uh, teens and young adults' as mental health? Because I know for sure, having experienced it and witnessed it myself, that it's allowed young people to kind of bypass the silencing of society that doesn't want us to talk about mental health and feels like it should be taboo and we shouldn't admit weakness and has allowed people to talk to each other directly. So communities have been made online of people going, you're not alone. I actually also feel this too. This is what you should know about it. But I imagine that social media has also had some negative effects. Exactly, 100%. So there's good and bad, right? So the good is that there are, people are able to find support at their fingertips, right? So there are these forums, there's communities, like you've said. You're no longer restricted by your ge- geographical location, which is amazing. Unfortunately, a lot of adults and a lot of parents almost see, see social media as the devil and not really seeing that there are ways for people to find support. But the way that it is bad is... There is bullying, right? So in the past, maybe someone was bullied at school and they can leave school and be all right. Now you can be bullied 24-7. You can be a constant stream of haters and trolls out there um, that are making you feel really bad. There's also obviously a lot of pressure. We know that social media offers a filtered lens and we're only seeing a highlight reel. So that can, especially with the teenage brain that doesn't fully understand that, that can make a person feel really insecure. Totally. And I guess like with the bullying thing, it's like because it's not geographically located, even if you're not being bullied online 24-7, before the Internet, I guess, if you left school, the bully wasn't going to be in your home. Right. Whereas now there's like a constant threat and potential feeling of anxiety, because even if you're not being bullied right now, you're always vulnerable because there's always social media. A post can come along. A story can come along at all times. You constantly feel under threat. Exactly. And also, let's think about the fact that you may be exposed to content that's not necessarily age-appropriate. You know, so children we know as as young as, you know, six, seven, eight have phones. People have access to iPads, the internet, and so things are not necessarily age-appropriate. And that can be very scary, actually, if if your brain can't necessarily handle that. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's Catch-Up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.